this is Em, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast. Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Em. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It's episode, what episode is it, guys? 73? 70-something. 73. It's episode 73, (laughs) and it's very warm again, and I thought I'd get that in there before you guys did. Anyway, uh, it's only been a few days since we recorded the last podcast, but, you know, we're quick off the mark this week. So, uh, how are you? Uh, Mike, how's things in Manchester? Um, It's good. I went to um, a party last night. And everybody had made homebrew, so I was um, drinking 10% ciders most of the night. And out till 4 o'clock this morning, when it was very, very foggy when, when I came home. So foggy you could barely see in front of me. It's... <laughs> was it actually foggy, or were you so pissed? No, no, I've taken pictures of, of the fog. It was that bad. It, I've never seen fog as bad as, as that when I came home. But it does sound like I was drunk as well. <laughs> I reckon you'll play you dirty stop out at four o'clock this morning. God, yeah, what yeah. You like? You're not a teenager anymore, old man. Come on. I know I'm feeling old today. You yes. Be a bit more responsible after ten percent cider. I'm surprised you're you're conscious. To be honest, I'd be in the hospital if I had ten percent cider. Well, I did sleep eleven hours, so um, that could be why. Oh, you're forgiven then. All right, Russell, how are you? Pacing himself. Yeah, yeah, I am good. Um, the weather report in the south is somewhat eclectic because it is still hot <laughs> as balls, about 32 degrees, but it's absolutely been pissing it down all weekend with sort of thunderstorms, lightning, and anything you could ask for, really. So uh, whilst it is, you know, in the, the low 30s, it's under a shroud of water. Um, but other than that i've just come back from dawn of the planet of the apes and i'm not going to lie it is awesome so uh, everyone should check that out i'll go so far as to say it is the best sequel ever made since empire strikes back terminator 2 aside it's that good what about alien uh, it's a different kind of film it's a sequel different kind of film yeah i'd put that i'd put that in the three and terminator 2 Terminator 2, yeah. Terminator 2, Aliens, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and Empire. There you go. Don't ask me to make up into a five because we'd be here forever. You might have heard me laughing there because your description was it's as hot as balls. And I think... It is hot as balls. (laughs) You can thank Noel for that term. That's a Dutch term. (laughs) I could just imagine you on TV now with a map of of England like... Like they have with you going, and in the south, it's, it's as hot as balls. It's hot as balls. Don't don't ask me what it means, you know. But I, bl- I, I blame can, blame my Dutch friend. I can pretty much guess what it means, and I this is a family show. And we're trying to convince ourselves it is. Um, so I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, we need to maintain an air of professionalism. So on that note, how's Matt this week? I, I'm all right actually. It's only been a couple of days uh, since the last one, so I don't have much to report. I've started vigorously watching season eight of Dexter. Uh, and I'm quite enjoying that, even though people tell me it's a trap. But I, I'm gonna, I, I'm on. I feel like I'm on the home straight now on Dexter, so I'm gonna keep going until I get to the end. And I know what happens, so you can't spoil it for me. I don't care. I'm still watching it, so no. All right, that is that's my view on Dexter, and I'm sticking to it. So that's me. Anyway, we are not alone today. We've been joined by M. How M? How are you? Hi guys, I'm good, thank you. Not quite hot as balls, but pretty, pretty hot. Can I say hot as boobs? You can say hot. You can say hot. hot. Yeah, you can. I don't know. Do they? Well, 
I don't know. Are we oh, works say... better, to be honest, and it makes more sense. Are we allowed to say boobs are hot? Is that that's maybe that's wrong? Anyway, sorry, we're going into a dark place now. Tangent. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been up to? Are you, are you having fun? Yeah, I had a, an impromptu late night barbecue last night. Thought, oh, I'll get my friends around do a barbecue. Forgot that I'm not so good at that, so we didn't eat until about half ten at night. Oh, yeah, Barbecuing in the dark was good. Yeah. So yeah. Excellent. Fun times. You don't live with bikes, dear. <laughs> was it foggy? <laughs> was it foggy? Um. Yeah. But that might have been the wine talking. So. All the smoke from the barbecue. Yeah. 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 All the yeah, yeah. Damn, what did I think about? Yeah, that. We'll go with that. <laughs> or, or the wine. Or, or maybe Manchester, because apparently it was foggy in Manchester at four o'clock this morning, apparently. <laughs> it's very industrial up here, yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Em, I forgot to ask you, where are you joining us from today, broadly speaking? I am in Norwich. Oh, Norwich. Oh, sunny Norwich. Excellent. And how is the weather there, just so that we can complete our theme? Is it good? Is it, it is hot as balls, isn't it? Or boobs or something like that. Yeah, boobs, balls, all the hot things that... Excellent, excellent. I'm coming to Norwich. It sounds great. Right, so, <laughs> so this week we're going to... Got a nice cathedral. It has got a nice cathedral, hasn't it? Jeez, yeah. cathedral city. She's just she's completely thrown me for a loop now. <laughs> 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 no. As soon as I get going, going in the right direction, it's boom. So this tangent comes in and kind of hits me for six. I'm just going to ignore you and get on with the news. This week, the Kunikola have announced a European tour. The Broken Crown 2014 tour is going to hit Europe at the beginning of November. You can see all the dates on Empty Spire in our tour section. Check them out. Tickets are on sale this week. Uh, I've already put the links up, so you've got no excuses. And I'm just going to wait impatiently for them to release, hopefully, some UK dates so that I can book some holiday and get on the road. We're going to interview you today. Uh, she's one of our fan interviews, so uh, you probably know the answers to some of the questions already. And we're going to start off with, how did you get into Lacuna Coil? One day I discovered the internet, and it was beautiful, basically. We got our first computer, and I was just trolling around YouTube. And I'm not, I, I genuinely don't know how I came across it, but I ended up on the um, the a live video for Heavens a Lie Acoustic. And I just remember sitting at my computer, literally crying with joy that cool. I'd found something just amazing. And it's just kind of all snowballed from there, to be honest with you. Excellent. What kind of bands were you into at the time when you sort of discovered them? What kind of music? Around this time, I was sort of, I was getting into, I think my first ever concert uh, mm -hmm. was Slipknot and Slayer. And that's when I first, I went to that and I was like, oh, I need to follow this strand of music. And then from there, it kind of developed into sort of looking into Arch Enemy's early stuff and, you know, a little bit of things around that. And then I started going to music festivals. I've been to Vakken and Sonosphere. 
and I kind of just pull in music from everywhere and there's not one genre I'd say that I'm 100% that is my genre but when it comes to bands I would definitely say Lacuna Coil are my number one top band of all time excellent excellent it's really good to have an eclectic mix of music though or sort of tasty music I should say I think it's the same mm-hmm. for me is you can I'm not really a genre in fact I don't even like musical genres I think it's important that you listen to everything because it's only by listening to everything you get to appreciate all kinds of music so I completely agree with you on that but it's, it's good to know that Lacuna Core is a band that you've heard of otherwise this would be a very short and slightly embarrassing <laughs> I'm like, why am I here <laughs> <laughs> we ask that of ourselves every week don't worry <laughs> So uh, you've seen the band live, I take it? Dozens of times, Dozens yeah. of times, excellent. And what was your first show? Could you remember that? I think the first one was, it was, it was King's College in London, 2006. Oh, yes. Uh, wait, were you there, Matt? Yeah, I was there for that one, yeah, yeah. Front, front were you by any chance wearing a sunflower bandana? I might have been for a bit of it. Yes. Yeah, because I have, I have a feeling I was stood right behind you, and I thought it was you at first, because obviously I joined um, Empty Spiral, yep. and at one point, because I'm so sure, you were really, really kind enough, you kind of like made a space at the front for yeah, me. Yeah, that sounds like the sort of thing I would do, he says, puffing his chest out and going, ha ha, I'm a hero amongst men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the first, the first time, and it's the most memorable time. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it was a great show as well, actually. I, I managed making friend with a, 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 there was a photographer there because there wasn't a pit. So he was just mixed in with us. And the poor mm. was struggling to find space. So I was like, hello, hello, my friend. And patting him on the head and stuff. And we got talking to him. But now it was but a great enough. show. Yes. And they, well, didn't they play? What did they play? They played a song they don't normally play. Did they play? God, what was it? I'm trying to remember what they played. Oh, well, I forget. <laughs> It's a long time ago. Okay, so you said you've seen them dozens of times. So, um, do you have a number, or is it just countless times of enjoyment? I worked this out the other day, but I've completely forgotten it because I've, I've, I've seen them loads of times in the UK, but I've travelled abroad to see them as well. Um, I've just got literally ticket stubs littered around and thing. I'd say it's probably about sort of 20, 25 times I've seen them. Wow, that's a good number. But that's going to... Uh, hopefully go up in the future excellent so you say you've traveled abroad where, where have you where have you seen them where did you go abroad to see them i saw them in uh in germany at Wacken festival excellent. Um, 2007 was that or was that later i think it was a little bit later i can't remember to be honest with okay. you okay no problem France as well and to be fair we have that whole norfolk mentality here where we need a passport to go out of the county so mm-hmm. if you count everywhere in england that i've seen them, that's technically abroad as well <laughs> i like it <laughs> technically i guess yeah fair enough so you you sound like you've you've traveled around a bit which is great i've never seen him in france so what was it do you see him in paris or was it somewhere outside of the capital I think it was Paris. I can't remember because it was one of those spare of the moment trips mm-hmm. that I just happened to be there. So I was like, whoa, hello. Excellent. That's, that's the best kind though, isn't it? It's like spirit, as you say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so over these 20 odd shows, then, have you had a chance to meet the band? I have. I've never managed to meet sort of all six, shall we say, all together at the same time. But right. um I have met them. I remember the first time I did meet them, that was at that King's College show. Uh-huh. And, oh, 
would you like to hear the story? It blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, go on, and I think we need to now. You can't, you can't not tell us after saying that. Uh, well, basically, yeah. My my dad drove me and a couple of friends down there, sort of dropped us off, and was like, "Yep, yeah, have fun." And he went off to see his mates around London. Um, came to picking us up, and he, I rang him, and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm still still having my meal." So we had about two hours to kill around London. So me and my friends just wandered and all this stuff. Eventually somehow ended back outside the venue and I was stood behind this chap and I was like oh he's talking in Italian who's that and I looked around and it was Andy with his it, it would have been his then girlfriend now wife I believe yeah and hilarity ensued me sort of hyperventilating and all of the the things that you do so that was really cool um got him to sign a poster that I'd nicked off the wall mm -hmm. there um I probably that put that poster cool. yeah when my dad finally <laughs> you call the things but yeah when my dad finally did arrive um bundled into the car already ecstatic and he just casually goes to me oh oh by the way the tour bus is around the corner we've seen them and just had a quick word with them um <laughs> again much hilarity so i said to him don't you dare go straight home go around that corner now so beautiful man he did that for us and as as i was trying to get out the car i forgot i had my seatbelt on so I was trying madly to scrabble out the car, ended up kind of face planting the floor a little bit. Oh, but it, no. the things we do. But yeah, got out and I, yeah, had a nice long chat with Christina and Mackie and it was amazing. And bless Christina, my camera and anything kind of electrical that I tend to own, it never seems to like me. And so my camera was just a pretty shit, basically. <laughs> and so Christina was nice enough. She took a few snaps of us together um with her camera and she emailed them across to me got me to give her my email address and everything and i went to bed one happy toilet that night i can tell you oh that's amazing oh, I, <laughs> I've, I've never heard anybody sort of tell us about that kind of thing before the very notion that she will take the picture and email them to you i think it's brilliant oh that's just so her oh that's just oh that's made me it smile was to hear that. <laughs> now that of course, now the word's out, everybody will be like, I can't be asked to take photo, uh, cameras to the Kunagor concerts. I'll just get Christina to, to take pictures. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Sorry, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. So, okay, do you have a, a favourite Lacuna Coil album? Ooh, it's a really big toss-up between Karma Code mm -hmm. and Dark Adrenaline, I would say. Oh, good choices. Good choice. They just not that they're not all fantastic, but these two just happened to come out at sort of times in my life where I just they were on constantly and I just got so absorbed into them. And yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. No good choices. What about song then? Could you pick a song out of the air that you would say was your favourite? Difficult. I think I would still, because it was the first song I heard would it would be heaven's delight and it's that typical thing i always get a little bit disappointed when they don't play it but then you know at the same time you kind of have to think they've got such a fantastic back catalogue of other songs it doesn't really matter mm. but no that is that is the song that's the jam that's fair enough i guess it's i, I can completely understand not only is it, it it is a great song but of course if it's the first song that you, you heard from them then it, it brings back a certain type of emotional memory, doesn't it? It's like heaven. It's like when I listen to Air of a Dying Day. It's not my favourite of their songs, but it's 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 a very special song. So, good choice, good choice, both albums and and the song. So, okay, last question for you then today. 
Uh, and this is one I ask of everybody who comes onto the podcast. So what does being a Lacuna Core fan mean to you? Nice, nice little simple question there, Matt. Um, <laughs> it's, well, you know, one tries. It's just about being part of something bigger. Like when I first started getting into Lacuna Coil, they were still relatively small. But now, obviously, with the help of Facebook and everything, it's just the ability to be able to connect with so many people who just love this band. And it, it kind of, it definitely goes beyond just sort of enjoying the music. And, you know, it's as evidence it's a band i would go to great lengths to kind of to see and to meet and i don't think there's a lot of bands and musicians these days who are as accessible and down to earth as this band so it it kind of is a cliche that you think when somebody says oh this is a band that means so much to me being part of this fan community means so much but with lacuna coil fans it what you see is what you get and as it says on our, you know, our, our Facebook group and everything, we are, we're more of a family than just mm. these disparate people around the world. We're just, we're all in this together. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think you've said it very, very well. Well done. That's great. Thank you very much. Well, I don't have any more questions for you. So have you got any final words you want to tell us about, about you or about the Kunikor? Just want to say uh, very, very much looking forward to seeing them at Bloodstock. I'll be at the front, but until then it's, me, the dissertation, and a lot of crying in between them. But um, we'll get there, and it's going to be my treat at the end of it all to see the band I love in a field. Yay! Excellent, excellent. Well, we're we're trying to get to Bloodstock, so I'll let you know. Um, we hope to Do see it. you there. Hope to see you there. Thank you awesome. very much. No problem. It's been great having you on. Thank you very much for joining us today. Really Thank you for having me. <laughs> But, of course, it's not over because I believe you're going to have to stay with us and join us for our review today, aren't you? I am indeed. we need to uh, get on with this review so today on the the empty barrel podcast we are reviewing the song the pain taken from lacuna core's album shallow life and it is mike who's going to go first and give us his thoughts on this song mr dyer sir thank you um my pleasure it is <laughs> it is quite painful pardon the the pun there with um, with what how i feel about this song i've got all sorts of things scribbled down and there is too much going on, I think, in the song, but that's not a negative for me. I think that the art, the opening is great, um, and it almost conjures up this, if there was a video, there would be um, Christina sat there, possibly in front of a mirror, um, reflecting on on what she's singing about, um, the, the opening line, wake up um, to a smoking gun, evidences in in the hair and everything um i think throughout this is very descriptive um and i like it a lot um this uh there's certain parts of it that um work really well obviously what um the part with andrea where both of them are singing um in well between themselves and 
the part of it where she says, um, the rain comes, the rain comes, uh, nothing's going to buy you time. That almost reminds me of slightly like the Cranberries, I think, if. Um, and just all in all, it's it's a great song. Sword of Justice in Your Hand uh, cuts me down sharp like a blade, one of my favourite lines on the song. And I just think it's all in all perfect. Really like it. Cool. All right. Fair enough. Russ, what do you think of it? Uh, the Pain. This is a strange song for me and a unique song. Um, obviously, it begins with the, the bass and the keyboard and the synth line. Um, you've sort of then got a second keyboard, sort of, uh, dare I say, lead keyboard um, that sort of comes in. And it's musically, it's very, very different, this song. Um, it's simple in its structure, but just the instrumentation. I mean, the drums, they sound sort of processed, programmed. And you get Christina's vocal come in. Uh, with Andrea backing Christina and it switches to Andy taking the lead and Christina sort of backing him so it's got that traditional um, lacuna core of vocal interplay um, but it's bizarre because it's I can't remember a, a, another song that's got such little guitar textures in it uh, obviously we know lacuna core are a band that do like to texture their songs with a lot of layers mm-hmm. and there's a lot of layers of synth and bass in this song but very very little guitar um, I think it's an interesting song. Uh, it's certainly not my favourite musically, but as Mike mentioned there, I'm a big, big fan of the lyrics in particular on this song, The Pain. I think it's the strongest set of lyrics on the Shallow Life album. I'm not going to recite them all because I think, you know, if someone's interested, you know, they're in the book, go and read them. So uh, it's, it's a strange song and I, I appreciate the difference for doing something different. Difference for doing something. Okay, I get that. Cool. Excellent. Very good. And what do you think of The Pain? I'm in line with the other guys, sort of, it definitely was the song of the album that I found the most difficult to kind of really get into. It was definitely a grower and, yeah, similarly, it's, I don't think it's my favourite song on the album, but that being said, I I really do appreciate, the, you know, the, the fact that they're a band that are willing to always try something different and I certainly picked up on sort of the absence of a more guitar driven track and everything and definitely the the sort of interplay with the with the two with the two singers because obviously we've all heard that you know the stereotypical oh lacuna core is a female fronted band we don't need the bloke whatever but mm-hmm. i think actually that being said this song is one of the one that actually kind of showcases andy's vocal talents a little bit more because he's he's very much in it a lot more than he is in a lot of the songs and he gets a little bit more he gets to kind of display his range a little bit more, which I think was brilliant. But yeah, certainly um, one that is a grower, I feel for a lot of people. I don't think I'm alone in saying that evidently. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. So, okay. My thoughts on this, and I think a lot of what I'm saying is going to be reflected in what you guys and girls have said before me. I actually like this song a lot, but, and you said it first, Russ, this is really unlike a Lacuna Core song in a lot of ways. And I, and it feels to me, this is like a homage. It feels very Gothic. But before that, I actually think this is a very much like a dark wave type song from the early eighties. It's got that kind of sound about it. The processed music kind of reflects that, you know, there's bits of Bauhaus, there's bits of Susie and the Banshees, there's even some kind of non dark wave OMD type stuff in there. This is really, it's like the, it's a lacuna core song, but it's an it's not a lacuna core song. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's a grower, as you say, Em, and it's one of those songs that maybe people that are really into the band kind of go, huh? 
It's certainly very different from anything that on on the rest of the album. And it is one of those songs that I think just takes you away from what Lacuna Core's core is, with one exception. Actually, two exceptions. I take it back, two exceptions. One, I think the lyrics are absolutely corking. Uh, Rush used to it, best lyrics on Shallow Life and arguably some of the best lyrics I've ever done. Uh, Mike, you've already read out some of the ones. That that line, sort of justice in your hand, you cut me down sharp like a blade. That's brilliant. I love that line. Fantastic song. Fantastic line, I should say. Um, the the other aspect of it is, as you said, Ed, the, the vocal interplay, and especially that from Andrea, is great in this, and it really kind of brought, brings you back in. If it actually wasn't for that, if this was just a song which had this music, but just had Christina or Andrea, I think it would be too far away what their core is. But because because it's still got that vocal interplay, that Beauty and the Beast lyrics is, gets you know, cliched, but that's what it is. Um, it kind of draws you back into this being a lacuna core song, and I think it, it, it it's great because of that. I don't know what the song's about, actually, looking at it. I've read the lyrics a few times now. It, it's bleak enough and mysterious enough and palatic enough to be pretty much about a lot of different things, which I think is kind of cool. So there you go. I really like this song. I really like it a lot. I think the um, the song's also the right length, which is good, because I think it went a little bit longer, it would start to get drawn out a bit. But it's good. Um, what do we think in terms of numbers? Mike, what would you give this song out of 10? Um, Numbers-wise, I was just thinking as well as uh, what we're saying in the review and all of us, that I could easily see this on Comalize, um, possibly. Um, I, I was just thinking about that earlier. Um, Score-wise, I would say 7.5. Okay. Okay. I like your point about Comalize, and I agree with you. Russ, what about you? Interesting. Um, Especially talk about textures, I could also see this possibly fitting on uh, Unleashed Memories. But uh, if you ask me just to review the lyrics, uh, it would be a 9 out of 10, but the, the overall sum of the song is a 5 out of 10 for me. Oh, wow, cool. Wow, that's a long way from, from 9 out of 10. Okay. And what about you? It's a bit of a controversial one, isn't it? I, it's difficult because like, we've kind of discussed the, difference ele- the different elements of it. We're all sort of grading differently. But, yeah, definitely as a whole, I reckon... Just to be the difficult one, I'd probably go about 7.3. 7.3? You've been listening to far too much to Mr. Dyer. Yeah, specific. 7.3? <laughs> wow, okay. Well, um, okay. So I get a sense that I like this song probably more than most of you folks. I would say that the pain, see, I... This is almost one of my, arguably this is one of my I should arguably this is my favourite song on the album certainly up there. I'm going to give this picking up on M's mm, scoring method. I'm going to give this an eight point nine seven five out of ten. So it's not quite. Oh, that's a diving score. <laughs> that's a diving score. It's an Olympic diving score. <laughs> Yes, 8.975. That is my score for the plane. Irrespective of the very different musical sound coming out of this, I think the lyrics are great. I think it's sung well. I think it's got so much um, atmosphere in the song. It's certainly one that I love. And I, yeah, 8.975. Job done. So, no. Uh, I don't know what the average score is now. I think, uh, Russ, you've certainly knocked it down a few noxious. So, we're going to have to beat you up at Bloodstock now. Knock 
that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spire podcast. I'd like to thank Ems for joining us. Uh, it's been great speaking to you. It's absolutely our pleasure. Uh, hopefully you'll come and join us again one day and we can talk about Russell's favourite notes. Um, You're on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to get in contact with the podcast, you can, of course, do so through the Empty Spire website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. You can click on the link to the podcast page on the front page of the site where you can listen to all the podcasts. And we've got a big archive there of what will, when this goes live, be 72 in archive and this on the front page. You can also contact us through our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash emptyspiral.net. And we're on Twitter, which is emptyspiral.net. And we're on Tumblr, which is emptyspiral.net.tumblr.com. And we're on Google Plus, whatever. Um, so we hope you make contact with us. I, I just, I'm sure there's a way of making like an easy link on Google Plus, but I can't work it out. So it's just like forward slash blah. I'm going to vomit in your in your browser page and then put slash empty spiral at the end or some shit like that. Anyway, so yes, I've run out of things to say. Do get in contact with us. If you want to be part of the podcast, uh, speak to myself on Facebook or send me an email, which is podcastemptyspiral.net or matt at emptyspiral.net. Uh, you can also uh, put comments on the front page of Empty Spiral or I'm posting the forum. Basically, if you want to be on the podcast, you can be. Um, it's always great to hear fellow coilers. Uh, and this is a community podcast. It's really all about you. So anyway, um, that's kind of brings us to a close. Um, I'm off to have a quiet lay down because Russ keeps interrupting me and now I'm crying a little bit inside. And I'm probably going to listen to the pain because of that's what I'm feeling right now. So anyway, uh, have a great time. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Ems, thanks again. Uh, Thank you. Mike, any final words? Um, okay, no, 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 I'm good. not good. Good, I think. And Russ. He's still drunk. He's, he's Me? Drunk. Yeah. No, I'm just going to say, if you were a cake this week, you'd be a gypsy tart. <laughs> you call me a gypsy tart, you <laughs> What the hell was that about? <laughs> You've been storing that one all, all week now to throw that at me, haven't you? Oh, well, well, you know, you've been dissing my note. You've been dissing my note. Dissing your note. We're going to come on to that in a later podcast. Russell's special note. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for putting up with us for another week, and we'll speak to you all soon. Take care. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.